All right, guys. This is episode 20. Dang. Episode 20. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, this uh, was more in line with something that we started doing is looking to talk to the community. This is a listener who uh, was handed our podcast by another listener and he reached out and he wanted to come on a local community member uh, and you know he had a very unique perspective and he, he talks about some interesting concerns and um, yeah I think it was a breath of fresh air to see like oh okay there's more people out here that stand with us who are willing to come out and get involved and uh, yeah he said he's gonna start joining us soon so yeah interesting uh interesting times man people are coming out and they want to talk and we love it yeah he was he was really cool he was he's a really intelligent guy i love speaking to people that are like they read a lot you could tell he really knows the marxist movement like he's read a lot of books on it he understands uh how the propaganda works how the games they play why they do the things they do and he's like speaking from like He's done a lot of research into the history of how these how these revolutions, you know, get started. And so he was he used to live here, then he moved away and came back. So he sees how Temecula has changed and, you know, he, he's not about it. So, um, yeah, he had a lot of good takes and he had a, once again, we always ask kind of like what the solutions he sees it, you know, being. And he had he had a lot of good ideas on how to kind of for us to fight back. So, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, getting back to our roots of kind of uh, talking to the parents of the community. It's kind of nice to mix it up, you know, we go congressman, you know, parent. Um, <laughs> but everybody has good takes. So, yeah, it, it was a really good episode. Breath of fresh air. You ever wonder what is the truth? There go those two guys again. Why do they care so much about the truth? I honestly think their questions for the truth are problematic. Don't we all? Evan, thank you very much for being here tonight, sir. We appreciate uh, you reaching out to us and wanting to come on and be a guest. Uh, you're a community member. Tell us a little bit about you and where you're from and what, what made you reach out to us. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, like you said, my name's Evan. I'm a Temecula parent of a young child, not quite yet in school, but I'm a local in the area. I've lived here since I was born. Originally in the Lake Elsinore area, um, my parents moved to Marietta when I was about 10, um, and after high school I went to college and lived in a few different areas before getting married and having a kid, and we couldn't really pick a better place to live than Temecula to raise our kids, so we moved back, um, and yeah i mean a, a lot's a lot's changed here uh we could talk about that but um <laughs> yeah i think I, I have a little bit of a unique perspective just for being here so long and then leaving and coming back and and seeing how things are now so yeah well D derek's also a native a temecula mm -hmm. native so um yeah maybe we should talk about that a little bit i mean who would know more than you guys like what what is the biggest change that you see in temecula or in this area from when you know, you were brought up here to now where you're raising a family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think you really notice it, you know, politics much when you're in high school. I mean, I, I think this, this area has always been right leaning. Um, politics just wasn't as much of a thing back then. I feel like it was something that was a little more personal, but you know, given current events and, and COVID and all that stuff, I feel like it's unavoidable these days. You're having a political conversation with someone all the time because you know you walk into a store you have to wear a mask you don't want to do it you know things like that it's just in your face so you're just constantly talking about it um didn't really expect Temecula to be any different in that regard just because that's that's sort of the national national uh situation but um yeah moving back I was just I was shocked more than I think I would have been just with like people coming to my door knocking on it trying to get me to sign things to recall a school board member i mean I, and just the local press the press enterprise writing oh yeah 
I think something like 62 articles on <laughs> the school board, um, which I, I just found shocking. I mean, what's, what's so interesting about the school board that they're going to be writing that much about it? I, I even looked up like the COVID lockdowns and when they shut down the schools for what was it like a year and a half? They wrote two articles on that. Um, <laughs> of but a course. small cu- small curriculum change warrants sixty two articles from the Press Enterprise. Hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely like much more in your face. I think um, in a good way though. Uh, just because, you know, when when politics is kind of hidden, you don't really know what's going on as much. But now I think there's a lot more people p- paying attention. Um, I always kind of warn it to killing a nest of wasps um, going up and, and spraying them and they're all out in the open and it's kind of a good thing because you're getting rid of the wasps but they're a lot more crazy <laughs> at that time you know you're, you're about to get stung so <laughs> yeah um, definitely in a way seeing all all the people going door to door and all the chaos and stuff can be a good thing because I, I think they feel threatened um, so yeah right I don't, I don't know if you yeah I don't, I don't you know I was gonna say a quick story I didn't realize how, like, chaotic Temecula was in comparison to, like, other cities. I was at this event, and, uh, like, some people that I know that are, like, pretty involved in other counties and stuff, but they're just like, oh, Temecula is, like, number one craziest spot for all this stuff. I'm like, is it? They're like, oh, yeah, we got the – like, I was unaware. I thought it was, like, crazier in San Diego or crazier in L.A., but it's not. It's, like, more crazy. Remember that that's what Jessica said. I know. know, She said that she was told that, too. Yeah. That's wild. Well, if this is the craziest spot to me, like, I know it's crazy, and these people are, like, weird and stuff, but it's, like, to be – I thought that's, like, to be expected. If this is, like, the craziest bunch they have, they're kind of weak. You know what I mean? Like, I don't find them that uh, over the top. Like, it's just expected. I don't know. I just kind of struck me as awe. Like, I was like, oh, okay, well, we're putting up a pretty good, you know, battle over here then. If this is just – I didn't realize it was such a hot spot in all of California. Like, it got – Yeah, it's it's so funny because I was at the school board meeting yesterday, and it was – ridiculously dead i couldn't even i couldn't believe it. i'm like oh my goodness look at this um but but on that it's it's interesting because through every all the episodes we've done derek you know i think that if anybody's versed on like the climate right of our community behind all the school board stuff it's us yeah. we've been doing podcast episodes we've been showing up to the meetings we've been engaging with the community i mean how many times have you been flipped off how many times have i been flipped off how many times has my wife been flipped off just because we got the car <laughs> you know what i mean it's like we've we've been attacked and berated and i think and i realized you know who made it our town polarizing is whoever contacted gavin newsom that's what got me involved Right. It, it wasn't crazy until Gavin Newsom thought he can make an opinion or a statement. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's it's like, yeah, it, it is polarizing. But, for, you know, how ignorant are you to classify board members and community members as white Christian nationalists? But you've probably never had a conversation with them. Like these are the people who are in Walmart with you at Home Depot with you. It's like it. For me, it was really polarizing, and I, I don't blame the board. I blame the people pushing the recall, the people who have been playing this smear campaign game since the beginning. I mean, we had Dr. Komorowski on, and he was talking about how they were stuffing uh, the, the boxes at the schools for the, you know, to vote for the other people that were running against the three. Yeah. You know, it's just... Um, I'm not a fan at how polarized it is either, but we have to like look at look at the facts and look at what's going on. Like the lawsuit for the CRT thing, right? Right. The lawsuit for the CRT thing, isn't it interesting? It's like, why did you go to a lawsuit? You know, why why not go and use your three minutes for public comment to just give an example? Like, come up public comment, right, and show all of us how you would have taught history and how this crt resolution now affects you it's like you know what i mean it's like you you could have given us a presentation but instead you went right to the lawsuit like you're the one that's polarizing this situation you know like how many people said oh they go and do the news interviews 
You think they're calling the news to do those interviews? Mm-hmm. No, it's the news reaching out to them yeah, because right. Gavin Newsom has an opinion. <clears throat> well, who who the hell reached out to him and told them that we needed to be saved? Why yeah. couldn't this just maintain a community situation? You know. Anyways, I I, I went on a rant, but I, I don't no, know. What, yeah, um, yeah. We say chaos and and all that, but it's not necessarily chaotic. It's all coordinated. They know how to do this. They have a script and they have a plan for every community that they take over. I don't know if you've been to like Columbus, Ohio or like Boise, Idaho lately, but these cities have just been completely taken over and they know exactly what they're doing when they do it. Um, You know, the lawsuits, they do that on purpose so they could talk about them. That's like the biggest thing about their whole recall campaign. Look at these lawsuits, the Mm -hmm. lawsuits that they filed. Um, (laughs) You know, critical race theory, like, oh, there's no critical race theory, but we're so mad about you know, this thing that we're going to file a lawsuit so they can get it on the books and they could talk about it and be like, oh, look, the school board's now, um, you know, getting sued for this amount or whatever. Um, you know, there was that one recently where was she suing for a dollar because she got kicked out of the school board meeting? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't hear about that. Is that You're, the is, one? I, I don't know. I didn't hear the dollar thing. Well, I didn't hear but, the dollar but thing. Th- she was th- seeking a dollar, and the whole thing was just so that they could have another lawsuit. So they could be like, oh, there's this many lawsuits now. And nobody's really going to look at the details because <laughs> is that dollar? is that wait is that oh is that the specific of the of the uh, the new is this the new lawsuit where she said that they violated her free speech? Yep. Yeah. This is um Upney and no, Julie Geary. Julie Geary, dude. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the, the, the lawsuits the, for a dollar, dude. I didn't know that. I, I didn't. My know guess that on the dollar part is that. Maybe they'll just pay it, and then she could be like, "Look, we won the lawsuit." Yeah, I'll, I'll say, "Don't pay it." Well, no. shit, I'll pay it, dog. I'll donate no. from the podcast. No, because then they would say, "Yeah, you, you're right." And then they would say, "See, they were wrong, and they paid the why they pay the why they pay the settlement yeah. if they weren't wrong." <laughs> the one dollar settlement because it was an anonymous They're donation. Like negotiated. <laughs> I'll give you twenty five cents. You know what's funny about that is like, she, she like, okay. If you watch the meeting online, you don't really hear the the stuff that goes on because once they cut the mic off, it's hard to understand what's happening. But if you're in the room, it's a way different experience. This is why I try to get a bunch of parents. I try to get dads all the time. Just come to a meeting. Just come check it out. Right. See see how the the activist teachers act. Yeah, you know, and um, it's just crazy. If you were in the room at any time when she's been kicked out. She's talking over the board members like they're trying to talk and she'll like from the crowd be like, you're wrong. You're wrong, Joseph. And it's like and he'll say it like this is our meeting. This isn't your meeting. You're being disruptive. And then when he kicks her out, she'll cause an even bigger scene. Oh, I don't. All right. I'm going to leave. You know, it's like it's so crazy to me that you think that you can act like that. And when you're reprimanded for it. It's a violation of your free speech. That's that's weird. I mean, yeah. it sounds like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how you were raised or whatever, but I don't. You know what I mean? It's it's, dude. I understand how to act in public. If I get kicked out, I'm leaving. I'm not gonna cause a scene. That's embarrassing. And she's not even embarrassed if you're a parent and like to realize that was your kid's teacher. Right. You're like this teacher has well, no Ju- self control. Ju- Julie Geary isn't a teacher though. But the other teachers that are yeah, there too, yeah, the one yeah, from yeah. Great Oak and Je- stuff, uh, is Sharf, kicked Jen, out all the time. Uh, Jen, what's, what's yeah, her name? Jen Shraff. Shraff. Shraff, I think. Shraff. Yeah. But yeah, she's kind of always getting kicked out too. Yeah. It's like you're a teacher. Like, no fear. Like, they could just be, like, buck wild and, like, be disruptive in the meeting. And, yeah, they could care less if any parents see how. Because right now they feel like they're in the position of, like, control and power because they have Newsom backing them. But city-wise, they're not. Yeah, I, I think that that's the biggest thing, though, right, is, like, local control, you know. It's, it's, it's hard to worry. There's no way that we can deal with the whole ocean, right? But it's like, what about the ripples we can make, right? Like, like how can we, how can we make moves there and, and, and have positive movement and positive outcomes and also hold people accountable, you know, like it, dude, I would be, listen, if they were coming from, for the recall, if they had points that were like, yo, that's a good point, you know? Oh, I do see that. 
we shouldn't have to manipulate what's going on for us to sell the recall to the community. And that's my biggest gripe with this whole thing. You know, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm like, Oh, stop the recall. I want these three people. in. that's not it. It's if you're going to pitch a recall, then be transparent about yeah, what's going on. Yeah, They could explain right. their position. They should be able to go to people and explain why they think that book, whether they, they should explain, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Uh, Angels in America, explain the play, that story, the explain the, it, show the voter the script of it, what yeah. was said, yeah. and say, hey, do you think this is okay for a, a 13, 14-year-old? Yeah. We think it is because we think they should learn about it because it's all over society. and like We don't want them to feel like... Give an honest interpretation yeah, yeah, yeah. of how you feel to the voter and yeah. see if they agree with you, but they never do that because they know... 90% of people will not agree once they see the vulgarity exactly. of what they want to push. And that's so they, also why we started this. straight lies, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's also why we started this is because, like, okay, well, if the recall effort's not going to do it, then we'll do it. We'll have, like, a free-form conversation where we have people on and we, and we have the people who are involved, you know, board members, teachers, other parents. We've had people on who are for the recall. Like, I just want to, like, our community should just be given the information, Right. Yep. Like you, you as a community member, you should want to be totally informed once you're to, if you're totally informed, dude, and you make up your mind, you want to recall them. I, I understand. And I support that. That's your constitutional right. You know, but like it's the lies and the manipulation that I noticed when we started getting involved. And it's interesting. So you brought up a good point. You talked about how this is. So it's your it's your opinion that this is a, a set playbook that people do so do you think this yep. is like a, a leftist movement playbook oh, that happens yeah. you, you want to break that down a little bit more and talk about that yeah i don't know if you've ever read or familiar with uh saul alinsky he wrote a book called rules for radicals okay okay i've heard of it it's I've on my it's on book. my list you can read like the 10 rules for radicals that he lays out and you can go watch one of these school board meetings and you can see exactly what they're doing it's all very coordinated um you know, they, they know how to take down a community with lawsuits. They know how to target individuals. I mean, you, you see it with, like, Trump. You see it with Dr. Komorowski. You see it with these people. They isolate an individual, and they just hammer them as much as they possibly can and vilify them and, you know, sort of dehumanize them to the point where, you know, people take them not as, like, their neighbor. It's now, like, this, this like, demon, especially if they're, like, a person on the the left that feels that agrees with them and then other people don't really want to say like oh like i voted for that guy because you know their, their neighbors just so against them that they're they're kind of afraid to to even say that they support that guy because he's a bigot he's a racist he's you know all those words that they attach to these people mm -hmm. and you don't want to be called those words so people are afraid to you know actually say that they support or even bring it up with like a you know someone at a coffee shop or or things like that because that person might think that you're a bigot or a racist or whatever words that they're calling that person mm -hmm. um and you see it nationally too i mean you know with with like the past like 2020 election i you know i believe that there was a lot of coordinated aspects to that too um you know there was the chaos with the the rioting and there was the the masking everyone was unified with that and um it just is a very like intimidating atmosphere to come out and say that you're you know, in support of something in opposition to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, also, you know, the, the press is all behind them. So you feel like the facts aren't on your side because, you know, there's article after article coming out from the press enterprise saying like, you know, this is bad. These people are doing bad things and not that they necessarily took a stance on it, but there's always like the, the trailer of the Christian conservative school board members that were voted in by the, 412 church thing and, you know it's, <laughs> oh, it's the yeah. same line that they put in every single article and it's repetition and it has to be coordinated there's no way that it's not <laughs> wow wow that's interesting that you uh you have that perspective i didn't even, i didn't even know that that's how many articles the temecula patch had written about this this school board yeah yeah i didn't know that either so you said 60 62 is what 62. i counted there could wow. be more yeah um but yeah. That's that's in, that's interesting. So okay, so, so, so what are your what are your ideas on did that book say about like how do you uh defend against like their movement each time? Does it is there another book that gives out There are books or do you that have ideas? talk about like like uh going against that, but 
I mean, it's just good to read so you know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, obviously yeah. that one's like their their playbook. Um, that's what they. That's like their bible for these like activists. Yeah, um, going on since what the fifties and sixties. Yeah, I mean Hillary Clinton wrote her uh, doctorate thesis on it, so you, you know. Oh really? <laughs> oh man, I didn't know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. So I'm curious to know, right? So you said you 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 have a young child, mm-hmm. so and you're going to be putting them through the public school yep. district. Um, Almost two young children um, come March. So oh, you you got your wife's pregnant. She is. Oh, congratulations, dude! I have a four month old, mm. so we just had a baby. Congratulations too. to you too. Yeah, no, thank you. Being a dad is so cool, dude. I love it. Yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, it's uh, it's a blessing, man. And uh, you know, so I'm curious to know what is your level of involvement? Like, have you been to a school board meeting? Do you watch them online? Like, what? How did you all of a sudden have a side already on the recall thing? Yeah, I've, I've watched them online. Um, my parents live in Murrieta too, so kind of a similar thing going on there, where you know they're they're trying to strengthen their school board. They're trying to you know make sure that stuff that the community doesn't want going on in their schools isn't going on in their schools. So um, I had heard a lot just through through my parents about the school board. Um, and then moving back to the area, I was obviously wanting a school board that was representing values that that I had, um, or at least defending against values that I was against. Um, so I, I had an opinion on, on that um, and was getting, just going about my daily life and having these, these people come up to me and uh, try to hand me flyers just saying like, oh, did you hear what the school board is doing? And and just kind of like already kind of knowing the background before even um, confronting them and, and talking to them about it. I, I knew what they were doing and it wasn't, you know, anything sinister at all. Um, and the way that they were presenting it was this like sinister thing that they were doing the school hmm. board. And, um, you know, I kind of just started asking some questions to them. Um, I think I was at the farmer's market downtown when I was first, um, approached by one of them and um not that they said anything but they were just you know passing out flyers and i was like yeah i mean like i, I support them like uh, you're, you're against them and they were just trying to like get me to get me to sign up online to um to sign their recall um but yeah so just kind of knowing the background there and having them approach me so aggressively in the community um made me realize that well there needs to be like some kind of opposition to this too because i'm in support of that school board so that's um that's kind of how i got interested um haven't been back in temecula all that long so haven't you know really been into the going to the school boards and stuff meetings and stuff yet but uh yeah i mean it's like your first week back you're like oh (laughs) so good to be back in temecula first farmer's market hey you want to sign the recall what they say to you when you wait wait, what they say when you're like no i'm actually for them and they were they still like that's okay just give us your number just go ahead sign right here i just told you i'm for him just sign the paper sir you bigot i said it really loudly so i feel like they felt a little threatened but uh, (laughs) um there's two of them they're handing them out just like as people walked into the farmer's market and you know, I, I, people were just kind of taking them. I don't know if they were actually, like, understanding what was going on. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of the case for a lot of these, like, signatures, too. Like you get, I think they guilt people into signatures. Yeah, I mean, you get approached and you're like, oh, have you heard what the yeah, school board off, is doing? Yeah, you get caught and off like, guard. Yeah, and, and I feel like a lot of people just kind of sign things when they're put in front of them, too. So, Well, dude, there was a guy around the neighborhood that was, like, a hardcore conservative. He, like, he was on our side. And they came to his door, like they browbeat him into signing the recall. Like he like called after he's like, <laughs> I broke down and signed it. I don't know why. They just wouldn't leave. And I'm like, I'm like, what? This guy's on our side though. Like yeah. he's a hardcore. Like so yeah. he he's like an old man. So if he could get beaten down and like talked into it by these like, because they just well, lie, right? They're like, did yeah. you know they're killing kid, killing transgender <laughs> kids and burying them under the basement. Burning I'm serious. Books. There's a lawsuit for it. Like, they just tell people whatever. Yeah. yeah, I feel like people just want them to go away, so they just sign it and they're like, whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah, for real. Like, that's what they think. It's like, yeah, just take, even, I'd probably, when I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, here's my signature. Just get away from me. Like, yeah. yeah. But they don't, like, their whole side, like, we were talking about, like, the, the establishment or whatever, like, they talk big online and always have something to say in the comments and they do their like podcasts and stuff. But like me and him went to the city council thing to talk about the new hospital they want to build. 
and their podcast, like, we need people to show up and speak and blah, blah, blah. Not one person from their side shows up to speak on it. So they just do this virtue signaling from, like, their couch on social yeah. media. Like, and they try to say, like, we don't have compassion or we don't care. We care enough to get dressed yeah, up to and like show up to the city up. council yeah. and at least, like, give our perspective. <laughs> yeah. These people, they actually try to rally, and not one of them showed up. And maybe maybe some showed up, but they didn't speak. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. like... I don't know. They, it's, it's, they just—they really don't care. They put on the facade of caring about all this stuff: climate change, racism, diseases, mental health. But they don't care because they don't do anything to like actually I, put work into and, solving the situation. And I, you know, I gotta say, you know, like a, a lot of times when I talk to people about the podcast, you know, like and and through the time, my perspective has completely like evolved on things. You know, like. Uh, but when I talk to people, a lot of times it seems like they don't like the, the when we say like lefty, righty, right? And I know the, the one Temecula pack thing is like they try to say that they're, they're bipartisan. And oh, it's yeah, like they're moderate. Yep. Yeah. Call it the what they are. I mean, but like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, what, I mean, if you, if you, looking. yeah. And if you look at, if you look at Julie Geary's social media, like one of her pinned photos is her and, Friggin' Nancy oh, Pelosi, you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It, it's, it, you know, neck, uh, it's, it's like, uh, know, yeah, she's definitely I'm like sure. part of that party. So yeah. it, it's interesting to me to, you know, I, I try my best to not say left, right. You know, I, you know, I try my best to, to not look at it like that. But it becomes hard, right? Because I, I hear, I don't know you. You know, you reached out to us. You're a community member. You haven't been at the school board. You know, and I appreciate you for wanting to come on. You know, but you you come on and you you have this thing, this perspective, and I'm like, man, that's so. It it makes sense. It makes sense. So like, while I don't want to polarize thing and say left or right, it's gotten to a point where it's hard to not look at the facts that are right in front of us. Yeah. One Temecula Pack is a left leaning political organization. They 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 They're all act, the way left. They activate far left. They, <laughs> yeah. they activate their activists and they show up. Like I was at the board meeting yesterday. It was thirteen people in the crowd. You know what I mean? It's like but when there's things that they want to cause a scene for, they'll show up four hours early. They'll have their signs. They'll make sure to get the front seats. All of their comments are berating towards the board members. Are just It's like just this barrage of negativity that comes from this local activist group. But then they don't show up all the time. They only, you know, like like the the raise the raise thing, the uh, cola situation. They were outside the school picketing. You know, I I talked to a friend of mine who's a teacher about this. You know, like they were outside the school picketing. They made this big deal. There were clubs that closed. Teachers said, "I'm not doing extra stuff in the schools anymore." Then the next board meeting, their cola was passed five zero. No celebration in the crowd. Zero celebration. And it's like, you're literally making a mockery of the right to free speech. Right. You're using it as a weapon yeah. to give the perception so you can get signatures for the recall. You're not really using it because you feel like you were fighting for something. Yep. And it almost diminishes our ability to do that and be taken seriously as a community. Yep. And uh, stuff like that bothers me. So I hear what you're telling me, like these rules for radicals. And it's like... Uh, as much as I don't want to say, like, yeah, there's the, there's this left-leaning movement. There is, dude. They're they, left-leaning. They, they're like, they don't think the border is open. Like, their other, their other ideologies are super far left. Yeah. Like, they're for sending money to Ukraine. They, uh, they say stuff like... They don't think the borders are open. Like they're like trying to insinuate, like we're crazy. Like where's all the immigrants? And they've been saying the borders are open. It's like the borders are open. It's like completely obvious. Yeah. And they try to say, oh, and all these white national Christians are blaming, uh, yeah, they, I mean, blaming, blaming for fentanyl, saying that fentanyl's coming from across the border, but it's coming from 88 percent Americans. Like they're like blaming Americans for the fentanyl crisis. But so their other views, like they're extreme left. 
Like, right. They're Marxists. I mean, like, even the fact that they use like white national Christians, like I know sixty percent of America. Like okay, like <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, no. I mean. I mean. I. I. I think that that like. How can we deny it? Like I. I get it. When I talk to people, they're like, "Oh, Danny, you know, it's just sometimes your content is just so polarizing." And I know these people, and they're not really like that. And it's like, are you sure? Are like, are you paying attention to everything? Are you paying attention? I, I tell people this all the time. You know that. You know Jeff Pack. Do you know that I've reached out to him multiple times to just sit down and have coffee and have a conversation? And do you know he said that he doesn't play nice? He doesn't want to sit down. There's no point to it. It wouldn't benefit either side. So that guy's not that that, that guy doesn't have any political leaning. You know yeah. what I mean? And then and then also just uh, that I, I talk to people and invite them on, and it's like the the people who do lean that way the people who are for the recall that we that we try to have on they tell me things like oh i heard that when people go on your podcast they get attacked and berated by the radical christian nationalists by the local like republicans and conservatives <laughs> and i'm like what are you talking about you know i literally called the guests that were a little left leaning and that hey bro is this happening to you yeah. like i had to like confirm they're like no not at all so it's like who's spinning that narrative right who, who, what is the movement that is trying to keep people from sitting in front of us? Yeah. Could it be the guy who's in charge of the recall that started a podcast after we started <laughs> a podcast that, you know what I mean? That doesn't want to communicate with me or sit down with me ever at all. Yeah. Who is the polarizing figure here? What is, what is the real problem at hand? And, um, I, I tell Derek, like, we just got to be involved, right? Like, we just got to show up. We yeah. just got to show up and just, th there's people who do agree with us and do support us. I do believe that our perspective is the majority of our town, you know? And, th and that's why they push so hard to, to, to make us look right-leaning because they don't like how many people are tuning in and paying attention, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's maddening to me because I came into this like, Hey, let's all sit down and let's, let's, let's figure this out. Let's build bridges. And then there's been one specific demographic in our town that is like painting me the total painting us the total opposite and like constantly attacking us. It's weird. And I it's told weird. Danny when we first started, Danny was going to be like, you know, he was like, oh, I'm moderate. I just want to talk to these people. I want to sing to Olive Branch. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean, they're not going to, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And my buddy that listens to the podcast is like, yo, dog. Danny's not like modern no more. Like he's over <laughs> all that bullshit. Huh? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I knew he'd come around. I was like, I was like, I knew just give him like, you know, a couple months into this thing. He'll be like, man, I'm trying to reach out to these people a million times. Like they're not about it. Like I, he's like, nah, you know, but Jeff Pack and those guys is so funny because their backgrounds all like they were journalists. I right. that, so yeah. it's like, it's like, you know who they are? They're an actual part of the media complex that, you know, because they're all journalists and, that's like their own little like industry of like how they attack people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. Like Jeff packs out some random guy that works at a uh, Costco. That's a concerned right. parent. Yeah. Right. He's an actual, like, Oh, I used to be a journalist for the, like he's yeah. the same part exactly. of the system. And then, and then he's do he's telling people to like show up and stand against them. And <laughs> yeah, then they don't just, show up. It's yeah. like, dog <laughs> leaders don't go charge the hill and then crouch behind the sandbags. You know what I mean? It's like, so it's, yeah, it's it's interesting to me, and and again, I I don't want to, I don't I don't know them, but like I don't want this to be like battle of the podcast, you know. Yeah. I, I want to make that clear. Like I I wish them the best with their podcast, um, but but I think people should know because they talk, they do talk about us a lot, and I've told Derek I don't want to talk about them on our pod, I don't want to do that, but they do talk about us a lot, and people should know that we have extended, you know. The, the, the olive branches just sit down not even like do a podcast that's even been extended by someone else let's do a joint podcast and talk about what's going on yeah. but yeah when you hear like when you hear the rest of their viewpoints you're like oh man they're like they're fucking they're way out there but you know I said like they don't show up and yeah, that, they can't, that, they just can't rally the people because the people behind them I bet the Julie Geary's and all the teachers don't respect them right because they're probably like these guys well, don't well, show I, up. So, so Julie Geary is at the same level of yeah, Jeff yeah. Pack. So it's right. Jeff Pack, Julie Geary, and Dave Maddox who run. Oh, Dave Maddox just showed up to the city council, but he just sat there and kind of watched. But he won't go. I want, 
Maybe he's not allowed to go up there and speak, but and I, I mean, wanted to talk to him once. I went to the Meadows Park when they're doing the recall, and I think he came up to me to talk to me, and I was about to like pick his brain on stuff, and then I think it was Jeff Pack that was like in the corner, like, "Don't talk to him, dude. Don't talk to him." <laughs> and then he like scurried off, and I'm like, "What the heck?" I was like, "That was weird," because I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who David Maddox was. I thought. Some redheaded kid that was like passing out the uh, recall. <laughs> Some redheaded I mean, kid. Yeah, even. but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> but then, like the way Jeff Pack like like pulled him, like it's a dog on the leash. I, I listen to their thing, but I don't get emotional. Like it doesn't make me mad. I just laugh at it. It's like oh. it's seriously hilarious. Like, but I think more people are waking up to the bigger picture of like, whoa, this whole thing is corrupt and it's been corrupt for a long, long time. For yeah. as all of our history has to be questioned now. Religions have to be questioned. Uh, the medical industry has to be questioned. And if you're not questioning it, I don't have any respect for you. Because how could you not be questioning it? That mm. means you're just like a dull-minded, I have nothing in common with you. I wouldn't want to talk to you. I wouldn't want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah, that, it makes you know it what I mean? Very easy to sort of identify the the people that are on that like leftist movement. I mean, it, you said you're... You identify as a moderate, which, you know, I think a, a lot of people that would call themselves moderate are suddenly finding themselves agreeing with people on the right because, yeah. you know, somebody takes two, three steps to the left. All of a sudden, you're not in the middle anymore. You're you're on the right. Yeah. So. I always wonder, like, what? Like, didn't the Democratic Party used to be, like, anti-establishment, you know, like, against the system, you know? It's like... like classical liberals. Yeah, like, back in the day, yeah. right? Like... Uh, if you went to Humboldt, all the people out there with farms, right? Mm -hmm. They were all democratic. Now, if you see somebody who's homesteading, you think of him as a right-wing extremist. Yeah. I mean, it's Marxism. I think it's just completely, like, rotted people's brains. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about the how there used to just be normal gay people, and now it's, like, this total, like, queer, weird, like, you... You know, that's that's more in the limelight. Um, you look at like uh, some of the tactics and the way that they've changed like Marxism throughout the years. It's they, you know, Marxism and <laughs> Karl Marx's philosophy didn't really work in America because we had such a strong middle class. There wasn't really like this, you know, worker versus mm -hmm. the, you know, proletariat versus the Burgos. So they had to really like kind of create these intersectionalities within certain communities like like america where you know now it's a racial thing and now we're going to apply marxism to race racial things we're going to apply marxism to sexual things we're going to apply marxism to all these in intersectionalities gender you know things like that it's, so that it was called the community it's called critical theory right critical the, theory yeah. that's like the the frankfurt school mm -hmm. um yeah definitely all like cultural marxism stuff so it's all very divisive and that's why you see you know these people here in temecula you know they're very divisive and they're using these um, same kind of tactics like the cultural Marxist Frankfurt school kind of stuff to divide our own community. You know, these, um, you know, the, you know, Tvekula's racist. You see that yeah. like out there all the time. Tvekula's not racist. I mean, come on. Like <laughs> it's yeah. a very like multicultural community. Right. You know, yeah. You see yeah. everybody coming together all the time. I never noticed that growing up. All my friends were, you know, of all different races and, um, now they're like trying to call it like you know this racist community. I, th I saw some article. It was Temecula, the new Confederacy, <laughs> or something like that. It's like, <laughs> what the? What? <laughs> That's yeah, there, crazy. there was some congressman talking. He's like an Indian dude, and he's trying to say like, yeah, when I grew up, man, I was I was hanging. I had an African American friend. His name was Tyrone. Me and Tyrone, and we saw the cops, and they had AK-47. He was like making up like a <laughs> fake friend, and like the people I was with on the podcast were like. Dude, I never thought about, like, I was in 20 years ago, like, hey, your name's Tyrone, like, taking notes in case I need to say this, you know, to prove that I have a black friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we were like, we didn't care. Like, you know, like, it's so funny to try to put this image on, like, the population. Like, all of us think like that when that's, like, the complete opposite. Like, no one cares. Everyone just bases stuff off character. You had your tribal groups, you know, yeah. but nobody was, like, a racist. Yeah. It, but they're trying to like paint that picture like that's how it was in the 90s and stuff and that's not that wasn't the case yeah i mean they, they want you thinking like that that's the thing they want you like 
constantly aware of like all the intersectionalities in society and you don't like you know it's amazing though like well it takes them like eight to ten years to get the brainwashing done this has been built up for what well what he was in 2008 so yeah it takes him like 15 years to get to this point where it's so volatile like in the in the in the country now but that's <laughs> 15 years of brainwashing that's a whole generation of 15 years that grew up on like tiktok that, that's the other thing that i think is is this really is like a generational thing i think all of the so like one of the ways i think that we can fix this stuff going on in our community right it's like i think we need to be much more engaged parents i think we need to be much more involved with the schools and providing our services and seeing how we can help and involved in our community it's like we're the the time where we can just trust the system oh no big deal you know like my parents never went to a school board meeting right. you know i think i think that time is gone i think it's time for i guess the way we combat this is to make sure that our voice is heard because we i think a lot of people have the perception like you said that everybody wants this recall and i couldn't disagree with that more totally. you know and in fact when i when i talk to people who are curious or interested or sign the recall that i always hear their perspective and then i give them the other side of the coin you know like yeah you know that play that was like inappropriate and it got a teacher almost fired for no reason do you know like the content that was in it do you know the story behind that here let me explain it and they're always like oh i didn't i didn't know that so it's i, I don't know I, I i don't know what what do you think tell me tell me where your thoughts you're from you you were you grew up here you're back here like how do you think we get our town on track and and build those bridges and fix this yeah i mean like like you're saying it they they make it feel like everybody's against the school board and um you know again kind of goes back to a lot of those those tactics um you know i i know like defense of democracy was out here like organizing meetings and stuff kind of teaching them how to do that you see every weekend they're volunteering like eight hours a day knocking on doors so it feels like it's you know a ton of people that are against it and there's this big movement against it i think building a, a movement you know just just anti that i mean maybe not anti that but more just like you know we're we're the community we're you know we're family people we're patriotic we're you know just making people feel a, a sense of community in temecula um that is more representative of the people of temecula um could definitely help um things like this like keeping people informed um you know if, if they're out there knocking on doors you know it, there has to be like some kind of movement against that as well because um, like you said like people just sign things that are put in front of them so um yeah i mean that's, yeah yeah no it's we should make a copy of that script of the angels in america and then just go to door to door and hand that out to every person <laughs> yeah, go, I mean, hey yeah. if they ever come to your door and start talking about ask them about that play and see how they describe it here's a script of what oh that's said, a good one and then ask them to describe like what was the situation that's a good one like give them give them the information paper, and then yeah. just say when they come back <laughs> you'll ask know them what about to it. do ask them <laughs> read this and then and then listen to their story yeah but they all listen dog so we just gave away our no our edit plan. that part out all right <laughs> <laughs> that would be we gotta do that though <laughs> So yeah, you're right. Yeah, we need an opposition people going door to door. And really like you kind of do like if you just go and just go meet all your neighbors and just get to know them and see where they stand, at least you have a good idea of even if stuff really hit the fan and then you know your neighbors, at least you're going to be a lot safer than you don't not knowing your neighbors. But for the time being, yeah. it wouldn't be bad. You you might shock yourself. You might meet some people that are really on your side. Yeah. Like, I don't know who lives to my house five doors down. Yeah. See, I think that that's, I think that that's part of our obligation as a society. So like he said that I do it. So like, um, I have a neighbor who's a teacher who has a recall sign and, uh, him and I walk almost every day, you know? Um, and once a month I do like on my whole street, I do, um, I do like like a 12 hour smoke tri-tip or a brisket or something mm -hmm. and we'll ribs or whatever. And then we'll set up 
every one Sunday a month was we'll set up the gazebo. All the kids are out there. All the neighbors come out and like, oh. you know, it started out just me and another neighbor. And then it was the guy across the street. And, you know, I, I think that it's more important that you identify and understand and are cordial with the person that lives next door sure. than like watching the news and being, I'm a Trump's my guy or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like if, if you're all into these people that don't know you and then you don't know the people who live right next door, I think you're making a huge mistake, you know, and if shit hits the fan, dude, like if we did have like some sort of like energy outage, no, no, you know, like no gas to the house, no water to the house, no electricity, nothing like that. Like knowing your neighbors will make things much easier it will also make it so we're all not stealing damn toilet paper from the growth you know what i mean it's like everybody freaks out and it's chaotic because you don't know each other because you're online all the time you mm -hmm. never come out and interact and mingle you never have real conversations because yeah. you're so afraid of offending somebody because you learned on youtube or tiktok or whatever thing you scroll eight hours a day on that Oh, you have to use the proper pronouns or whatever the program that the mainstream narrative tries to push. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm big. I'm big in community and like involvement and like, dude, I'm out here. I tell people all the time, like I'm, when we get uh, when we get stupid comments online, I'm like, dude, have you even been to a meeting or anything <laughs> like like we're out here? Like, come and meet me face to face. Yeah. Like, I've never seen you in my life. You're real loud in my comments like. I'm a, we're always out and about, yeah. you know? Uh, so I don't know, man. I, I think that that's the play. I think that that's the thing that we've been trying to stand on, you know? Yeah. And um, if you want to start coming out, dog, we'd be all about it. How about yeah. you? Do you know your neighbors? Do you, you know a lot of con, con, like more people who are kind of like, you know, with not, not for the recall and things like that? Yeah, uh, I have gotten to know my neighbors. Um, I live in a cul-de-sac, so people are out all the time, which is nice. Um not all of them. I mean, I, you know, just the ones that, that are outside. And, um, I, I think one thing, like another, you know, we can do barbecues and stuff like that, but talking about it too, um, you know, not being afraid to like bring it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. that the, the other side of this again, like 62 articles on, on the school board. So it's constantly hammered in their, um, you know, in, in their daily lives. So, you know, just bring it up like, oh, have you heard about the school board thing? And it doesn't have to be like forced or anything like that. But, you know, you're walking by a recall sign and have you heard about this like weird. And then just kind of getting getting their opinion, listening to them and then telling your side of the story. I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are afraid to, to talk about that if they could be seen as conservative or w whatever. Um, but, you know, if you never talk about it, then there's only one one side getting told on the story. Yeah. And, and how would you find us, dude? How, how did you find like the podcast? Like, what was it? What was it an app that you saw it was shared on or what was it? Uh, it was shared to me uh, by a friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. That makes cool. me feel good. Yeah. I was kind of curious on how people are finding it and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was telling Danny, I was at church. I was wearing my point blank true shirt because I just left the gym. And like three people were like, oh, yeah, listen to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to read the back of the shirt. And then the actual, I was telling Danny too, the preacher like started asking people in the audience like, yeah, I mean, who's been to a city council? Who's been to a board meeting here? Like, yeah. I raised my hand, but I looked around like <laughs> I didn't really see too many of the hands were raised. And the, I think the preacher was trying to get to the point of like, uh, yeah, I know they're boring. You know, nobody wants to go to those. But I think he was, like, trying to insinuate, like, but people should start getting involved. Yeah, that's that's another good point. I mean, there's, you know, people are in, in church every Sunday, like. A lot of people. And then they're they're reading articles about, oh, this, like, you know, Christian, as in, like, it's a bad thing. It's like, well, aren't, aren't you Christians? Like, you know. Yeah, you're you should not, be kind of offended. To, yeah. Like, <laughs> doesn't that get you, like, inspired to, like, get get involved in local politics or start, you know, looking looking into these issues at least. <laughs> hmm. Well, like you said, I think it's both sides. I think it's, you know, you want to say Democrats, Republicans or whatever people fall into the trap of just like posting online, even our side, obviously it's not showing up really either, but I sure do see a lot of our side speaking out in the comments too, but I don't know who they are. You know, it's like, I'm not sure if they've, I hoping they're showing up, but our side has to do the same thing too. It can't be just chilling in the, well, I don't want to, 
I agree with you guys, but I don't want to bring it up. Like yeah. my neighbor, I'm too afraid. Like you're saying, like no, bring it up. I actually, I'm I'm the same way. Like I almost always bring up bring it up with like everybody, my friends, strangers. That's why my my girl, my parents, people, I like, kind of get upset. Like you always bring it up. I'm like, well, it's imp- it's a very important like <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. that's going on in our world right now. We're on the verge of World War Three. We have like. They're on the verge of like trying to normalize pedophilia, pretty much. I mean, the, why else did you try Certainly to sexualize a kid? <laughs> yeah. Why else did you introduce anything sexual to like young kids and like cutting off body parts? Like all this stuff is so extreme. It's like I kind of want to know this person's opinion on this because it's going to dictate what I think about. Them. Yeah, that's true. That's it just true. is. Like I always talk about this stuff too. But again, I think that just speaks to like who we are, dog. Like this is why we do the podcast. Like this isn't. You and I, when we do the podcast, this isn't something we turn on for the podcast. You know, right, right. It's something that we just live and do, and the mics turn on for an hour once a week. Yep. You know what I mean? So, uh, but we're paying attention all week and we're active yeah, all week. I yeah. think their side, I don't know what they do, but they're definitely not going to any meetings or anything. So I don't know. Like they must be writing press releases and like commenting. <laughs> All they do is sit back and try to comment people's posts. I think. And like they try to gather information on us. It's, they're busy gathering information on us on how to dox us instead of defending their point of view. Yeah. So, yeah. You their know, whole like, mission is to make us look like the terrorist bad people. So they don't have to defend their point of view. Yeah. And this goes back to like the, the whole lawsuit thing, you know, that's like, See, you jump to that extreme. So, like, the, the new lawsuit my wife posted on Nextdoor app because uh, w- one of the ladies in the lawsuit is also the PTA uh, president at, at TMS at the middle school. Like, we know her. Yep. She's been involved in the recall. Um, you know, I've never had any issues, but her and my, her and my wife get into it online over Nextdoor app. And... Uh, my wife posted like, Hey, like when did you ever get kicked out? You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy that you're on this thing and you've never been kicked out of a school board meeting. We've never seen it. You know, I didn't realize that, you know, you're going to sue the school over it. And, uh, somebody was like, Oh, she doesn't have to explain anything to you. That's what the lawsuits for. It's like, Oh, that's what they do is they, they go on these lawsuits because they, if they have to actually explain it to the people, then, nobody would really support it so if you have a lawsuit you can just say we can't discuss it yeah can, yeah exactly easily debunked because all yeah. the meetings are televised they're all recorded so it's like she's making such an outlandish claim uh but yeah then they have well we can't talk about it not till the lawsuit yeah. when, when's the lawsuit you know 13 months from now yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh so you're just gonna throw out this false accusation and wait 13 months and then it gets overturned and it's, it turns into a nothing burger but now you have 13 months of 62 articles in the press yeah. enterprise about this lawsuit about upneat getting kicked out well know, well apparently like, this this lawsuit that's coming up for the uh, um the critical race theory stuff Apparently, there is a way if the judge deems that you got to wait for the lawsuit to implement this for them to basically suspend the resolution, I guess. There's a way for the courts to suspend the resolution until the lawsuit's complete. So um, that's interesting to to see. I'm sure they have a bunch of things up their sleeve. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, again, I just wish that we can really... uh, take these things to the community you know because the the whole freak out about the crt it's still never been broken down and we've been trying to get people on here to talk about that too and and like people just don't people just don't want to do it people are willing to like sit for coffee and talk you know and and it's like uh, yeah i mean we can do that too but i'd like to like feed information to people and understand what's going on i think there's a lot of confusion dude i think a lot of a lot of parents are are put at ease right like bro okay crt is not taught here but there is a resolution to keep certain content of crt out i feel a sense of relief over that it's not taught here great this resolution makes me feel good about it and if it's not taught here like now it can't be taught here yeah why why are they so mad about it right not taught here (laughs) right right exactly and then you know and then You know, they say, oh, that's such a stupid argument. No, it's it's not a stupid argument. I mean, it, it may you're you're suing. It's not taught here, but that there are teachers suing the district to get rid of the resolution. So it can so be they taught can teach here. Yeah, yeah exactly. right. Because it comes down and we talked about this before. Um, 
specifically on uh, when we went on Tim Thompson's podcast. Remember, Derek? Yeah. Right, Tim, right. Tim Thompson talked about how, see, it's not in the curriculum, but there is people who have said that it's being taught. And another, another interesting thing that I learned um, is that the teachers in our district, they get regular training on like equity and inclusion and stuff, right? So they get told this stuff in their own staff training. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't some teachers then find it appropriate to take that information and, and, and present history like that, how they're getting these equity and inclusions training. Why wouldn't they do that? See? So I don't know, man, it's, it's interesting, but I just wish, I wish these issues got brought to the community so the community can be totally informed and everything just, you know, when we try to create a platform to, to inform people and everything seems to get even more polarizing. Oh no, you guys are crazy. You know, you know, it's like, man, can we just talk about these things? Nobody wants to talk, but that's fine. We get, we get people like you who are willing to come on, man. And, and I appreciate it, man. Is there anything that, uh, yeah. Is there anything that you want to, I don't know, talk about, close out with, you know, um, what are you looking forward to, man? Uh, in 2024 with all this stuff going on, we got elections coming up. What's your, what's your thought on all that? Yeah. I mean, uh, personally, like after like 2020 and all the, all the chaos that happened then, like, um, I don't necessarily like shy away from that now. I mean, I, I, I think kind of looking forward to election season. Um, and, and again, like all the stuff coming up, like in, in, uh, Temecula, seeing how the, the school board thing shakes out, seeing how the, the recall goes. I mean, I, I think in order to, to be involved in, in the community and politics, like you kind of have to learn to learn one that like, you know, it's not, it's not just one fight. It's, it's a lot. Um, and you kind of have to learn to like enjoy the process as well. So, um, you True. Know, I, I think I've learned to kind of enjoy it <laughs> to a degree. Yeah. Certain yeah. aspects of it at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you're right. Yeah. You can't be getting all emotional and upset over every little fight or one thing that goes like, right. yeah. Recognizing like, <clears throat> yeah, it's important to take breaks. That's why kind of like right now it's like with the school board, it's like two, two and it's kind of like nothing going on tied. It's like, so nice little break. Like, there's nothing to go there and really be around those weirdos for. I don't like being <laughs> around them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, if I don't have to and there's not like a real issue, it's a nice break. And maybe they're thinking the same thing. But yeah, but there is just like the difference is we're active all week in other things. The rest of the stuff going on in the community, they're yeah, not. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You said a lot of really good things, man. Yeah. Made me think. Yeah, I think it's true. Like, yeah, people need to talk about it more. And, yeah, like you just said right now, recognizing that it's kind of like ebbs and flow. And, yeah, enjoy the process and expect chaos in 2020. <laughs> They're radical yeah. leftists. Like, right. you know, I tell people that all the time. Like, there's this radical leftist group trying to, like, take over Temecula local politics or at least, like, defend radical leftist politicians that are probably already took over Temecula while we were all sleeping. But, you know. Yeah calling us like radical right you know they're radical left like yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah it's interesting man well and even like moderates you know i don't know if we're recording still I'm yeah yeah no no we <laughs> are we are we are yeah yeah no no yeah i, I do think yeah, that they're trying to hi- hijack the moderate term. yeah that that's what it is right is i think that i think that most moderates lean right right now how can you not you know <clears throat> what i mean they're very intentional with their language like yeah radical christian nationalist which you know is very like you know, it sounds like <laughs> Adolf Hitler or something like that. Right. Or, whereas the like nationalist word, you know, we, we always say like, uh, these facts and things like that, but they're very good at like stirring people up emotionally and getting like this, you know, Oh, like the Nazis are taking over Tacula, like basically. And you know, it's, yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to like when someone's on that level of emotion to like go up and be like, no, like they're doing this. And like, you know, this is what actually happened, but they're all like amped up based on this, like, language that these these people use <laughs> it's a language and like i saw this thing someone's like did you see this it was like these down syndrome kids that they were like dressed up in drag and i was like looking at it i'm like 
they're doing this on purpose, like literally just like I bet this is not even real. It could be, but like it's probably not. It's probably just for, like a photo shoot. But I feel like I think they're doing this just to piss off the right even more, like to get us more. <laughs> like it was because it's just so far extreme. Like who'd ever do that to a Down syndrome kid? Like it's no weird, Down syndrome is gonna choose to put on dress like a drag queen. <laughs> so you know they're just doing it to him on purpose. Yeah, and then to put that out on the news, it's like. Oh, they're just trying to piss us off. Like it's probably not even really happening. I I can't imagine seeing that anywhere. Well, it's like, yeah. I don't know, dude. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna keep doing episodes. We're gonna stay involved, and then, uh, you know, we're just gonna stay active in the community, and we'll see how everything goes. Hey, man, right. we're, we're, I'm gonna stay in touch with you. By the way, I I no, always absolutely. reach out to my former guests, and uh, yeah, man, thanks for reaching out, and and. It's cool. It's always nice to have like a perspective from somebody that I've never met with. That's, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air for me. It's like, okay, cool. Like there, yeah. Okay. There are people who want to come up and step right. up and speak out. So I appreciate that brother. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can have you on again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We, you know, a lot of people appreciate what you guys are doing too. Thanks for what you're doing for the city. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Definitely. Yeah. yeah keep in touch. We'll do.